We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my beautiful friends and lovely listeners. I'm so happy to be spending a part of our day together here on Journey to Center. So I have a question for you. Do you feel like you are living your life on purpose? Do you feel like you're lined up with your soul and making a meaningful contribution to the world? From my perspective, there's no greater fulfillment than being able to say yes to these questions. However, if your answer is no, finding one's way to purpose is not always easy. For me, it has certainly been a long and circuitous journey filled with some bumps and bruises, but also with grace and guiding lights. Today, I have the pleasure and privilege of interviewing two of my most exquisite and beautiful guiding lights and the two most significant spiritual teachers of my life. I'm so honored and humbled to have with us today, Drs. Ron and Mary Holnick. Dr. Ron and Dr. Mary are pioneers and innovators in the field of spiritual psychology and the founders of the University of Santa Monica. The Holnicks are both licensed marriage and family therapists, and Mary is also a licensed clinical psychologist. Prior to founding USM, they were educating master's and doctoral level students at the New Mexico State University. The Holnicks are highly respected and recognized worldwide for their ability to support and guide students in discovering their own unique answers to life's essential questions. Who am I? What is my purpose? And how can I make a more meaningful contribution in the world? USM graduates around the world share that being with Ron and Mary in the classroom is, without exception, one of the most transformative, loving, and memorable experiences that they will cherish for a lifetime. And I, for sure, would concur. So, Dr. Ron and Dr. Mary, thank you so much for being here today on Empower Radio. Well, we are just honored that you would have us on the show, Tammy. Tammy, it's so lovely to be with you again. Oh, yes. It's such a pleasure and privilege. I used to have to fly down to Santa Monica to connect with you, so I'm honored that you're able to have this conversation here today on our network. You bet. So I would just like to start this conversation by addressing the concept of purpose. Can you tell me more in your words what that really means? Well, you know, uh, Tammy, when we're talking about purpose, Uh, Some people can have the purpose of being a doctor or a musician or something like that, and and that's very valid, but that's largely in terms of physical world reality. When you get into spiritual reality, it's a little bit different. So you can have that, those same purposes, but in a way, everybody's purpose is to discover who they truly are, or more accurately, what they truly are which from our perspective, of course, is a what we would call a divine, loving being. In addition to that, a lot of people have different purposes along the way. Some people have, uh, you know, they have it within them to be a peacemaker of some sort. They want to be a teacher. They want to, they want to uh, be of service in one way or another. So there are a lot of different possibilities insofar as purpose is concerned, but... Everyone's purpose, most 
first and foremost is to wake up, uh, to become enlightened, if you will, and really come into the awareness of who they truly are. You know, and Tammy, part of what we're so aware of with the students who come to the university and others that we speak with, that the, the three essential questions remain eternal, they're perennial, and very powerful. The question of who am I, what am I doing here, or what is my purpose, and how can I find a path of contributing in life that somehow will be fulfilling and meaningful for me. And two of the questions that I often ask people are, first, what are the gifts that you took embodiment to share? And the second question is, what are the issues that you took embodiment to resolve? Because the answers to those two questions can provide a lot of inner direction in terms of people getting down deep enough inside of themselves to really have a sense of their calling and to respond to it. Another thing that we see more and more of these days, and I suspect that a lot of your listeners would fall into this category, we seem to be living at a very, very, very special and unique time in the, let's call it the evolution of humanity, where things are really changing, but they're changing in a very specific direction. And that direction has to do with um, more and more and more of a sense of, um, how can I say this, the world, the world itself is changing. And what's my part in it? And, and very often this is young people that are feeling this, and a lot of them just feel like they don't belong here. They feel like they don't fit in. They don't know what it is that they do uh, fit into. They're yearning for a greater sense of freedom in their lives. They feel penned in. And uh, our message to them is, um, rest assured, you are on solid ground, that you are in tune with the way that this whole thing is moving, because it's moving spiritually. People are opening up more and more to it, and uh, it's really a great time to be alive, although it is challenging. I would absolutely agree, and I, I can relate to all of those things that you just mentioned. I remember feeling so confused, like, this wasn't my home. What am I doing here? It's crazy. But as soon as I stepped into that classroom, you both started making things make a bit more sense, or a lot more sense. So. I have a question in regards to, you brought up, um, we come here to resolve or heal our blocks, and we come here to also share our gifts. Do you think it's important, or do we need to heal and clear those blocks before we can step into our soul's purpose, our truest purpose? How does that work together? To me, they go on concurrently, and I really encourage people on both paths simultaneously um, you know, Tammy, that one of the principles of spiritual psychology is that growth is a process, not, not an event. An event. <laughs> and so for someone to uh, have the idea that they need to wait until all their issues are resolved would really be to place themselves uh, in a place of frustration and I think to some degree stagnation 
Because part of what I've also noticed and experienced myself, Tammy, is that through serving, through finding ways to be of service, finding ways to make a meaningful difference, uh, awakening occurs through that process as well. To me, there are really three ways that people can grow spiritually. One of them is through issue resolution. A second one is through being of service. And the third is really through meditation, that process of going inside and awakening more fully to the awareness of love, to the awareness of spirit inside themselves. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I see these things occurring concurrently. Anybody who, uh, who feels that they need to wait to be of service until all of their issues are resolved uh, may, be, may be very old before they start. <laughs> <laughs> it may not happen. I remember being happen. in uh, the Consciousness Health and Healing class, and, and we had to find a, a service project. And I thought to myself, I'm not ready for this. I'm not healthy or healed or whole enough to do this. But I ended up volunteering for hospice. And it really did. It, it blew my heart open in a way yeah. that it, to this day, it still affects me when I think about it. So um, you certainly did support me in, in taking those three steps, issue resolution, the service, and the meditation, which completely transformed my life. And there are some people who think that they need to have some talent or some skill or something like that. And, mm-hmm. and really, they don't. Most places where you can be of service, uh, they will train you on what, on what you need to do. Very, they'll be very happily, very mm-hmm. happy to train you in what, in what you need to do. And, you know, sometimes I think that people who are in need of service, um, the service that they provide is that they provide the rest of us with an opportunity to serve. And that is true. I thought I was yeah. doing them a favor, but it ended up, I think, being more influential and impactful for me. That was very oh. interesting how that uh, whole situation unfolded and evolved. It was, it was incredible. I know uh, some years ago when my parents were still alive, Ron and I had gone to visit them in uh, northern Illinois, and we were spending, oh, probably three or four days there, Tammy. And they were quite elderly at that point. They were in their early 90s, and they still lived in their own home. So there were many things that we were able to do throughout the time that we were there to be of service to them, to help improve things around the house, make things easier for them to do, take care of some things that had accumulated, we were very busy doing all of this during the period of time that they, we were there. And I remember when we got to O'Hare Airport that night and finally boarded the plane to come home, it was a late flight, a flight that left between 11 and 12 o'clock at night. And we sat down in our seats on the plane. And I'll tell you, Tammy, I just felt such joy. And I shared with that with Ron, and we both just felt this incredible upliftment. And so service can be one of the ways that we actually move into the level of the authentic self, Mm. that place in consciousness where we experience our soul essence, the the unconditional loving, the compassion, the joy, and the creativity, the aliveness, Mm. the meaning, and and fulfillment. Mm. Yeah, it really opens our hearts to, to experience, from my perspective, heaven on earth. 
Yes, well, well said. Well said, Tammy. And at the same time, many people are also looking for a form for what, what is going to be my work in the world. Mm-hmm. And very often people have made choices earlier in life because they were encouraged in a particular direction and maybe before they really had that strong a sense of themselves or any sense of the inner knowing about what it is that they really, really love. And part of what we find at USM is that many students come to the program where they are at a crossroads in their lives and they, they're looking around and they are not fulfilled in their career path or work and they really want to make a change, and yet they don't have a clear sense of mm-hmm. direction or guidance about it. And part of what I love about the USM process is that people really have the opportunity to deeply explore heartfelt dreams and sometimes to connect with those things that they really loved as a child and mm-hmm. to get in touch with, well, here I am now at this juncture in my life, uh, what what are those things signposts towards? Mm. So it's uh, to me, it's very very exciting to see people begin to acknowledge their giftedness. I think one of the things that often is in the way for people is the very common misidentification that we as human beings tend to share in common is that deep sense of unworthiness. Yeah, what is that about? I, I feel like as I've gone on my journey and as I've counseled people, we get to this core of like guilt or shame or unworthiness. Yes, yes. You know, and Tammy, to me, what it is, it's like we're multidimensional in consciousness. And so mm-hmm. here we have this soul essence and we can experience that at the authentic self level, but we also have an ego and the ego resides in the duality of right wrong. Mm-hmm. And the ego's propensity is towards judgment, towards fault-finding with ourselves, towards negative thinking. And, and so it leads to this misidentification of unworthiness, which in a way is like putting on a, a cloak or a coat that doesn't really fit and is very, very painful. Mm-hmm. Part of how I think we... we really come in the, into the experience of that is through the process of self-judgment. Uh, perhaps we've perceived others as judging us or making us wrong or somehow that what we have to offer is not good enough. Um, and as a result of that, you know, we, we take on this, what I call a misidentification. Mm-hmm. But it's in learning how to be compassionate with ourselves and recognizing that we can dissolve the barriers in consciousness that block us from the awareness of the love and the worthiness and the creativity, the giftedness that each one of us is. Because Mm -hmm. each person does come with gifts to share. For sure. And what brings that brings to mind for me, Mary, is that the, the quote that I would hear you guys repeat often, that we are spiritual beings having a human experience. 
And that, as I sat with it, supported me in ascending to a higher altitude and seeing my life from a higher perspective that made things make so much more sense. And, you know, these days, we've uh, actually amended that statement to we're a better description as that we're human, we're divine beings rather than having a human experience. We're divine beings using a human experience Mm, for our own soul's purpose of growth and learning and upliftment. And uh, in that sense, the whole Earth existence is really a school where the core curriculum is learning uh, not how to be a more loving person. A lot of people get caught up in that. It's not learning how to be a more loving person. It's learning how to be more aware of the loving person that they already are. Yes, to relax into that place of love within. Yeah. Yes. So I want to talk a little bit about, you mentioned issue resolution. And I know that a lot of what I learned in the forum called University of Santa Monica was dealing with emotions, unpleasant emotions. I'm upset because. Now, would you say that dealing with those emotions is a way that we can do the resolution of our issues is that is that does that go together? Well, yes. Uh, to me, Tammy, it's the combination of the limiting beliefs and the judgments that we placed in our mind. That, in combination with painful emotions, emotions like hurt and anger, frustration, disappointment. Um, those things are feedback that there is something having to do with our, not only our emotional life that needs uh, tender, loving care and resolution, but something in our mental life that we can benefit from deeply exploring so we can become more aware of the underlying misinterpretations of reality or limiting beliefs that we formulated based on our particular Earth School curriculum or our predisposition to interpret our life experience in a particular way. And, and unfortunately, we often tend to make interpretations that actually uh, go against ourselves, that are being very hard on ourselves. Mm, and that is so painful. It is. Yeah. It is so painful. You might want to uh, think of it this way, that, again, we're talking now about the, from the context of a spiritual orientation. So if I come in, for example, with a curriculum of the thing that I want to work on to become more aware of that this is not my essential nature, let's say I want to, I want to deal with the issue of rejection. So in my early life experience, I will interpret the way that people, very often my parents, relate to me as rejecting. Because from the age of zero to five, we learn by association. So if they treat me in a certain way, and I have a propensity to see things from the perspective of feeling rejected, then I will interpret the way that they are behaving toward me as rejecting, and I will take that pattern in 
and I will begin to live it out. Because uh, cognitive reasoning doesn't come into children until about the age of six or seven. So between zero and five, we get it all by virtue of what we interpret based on our curriculum. The, the basic thing that we learned in spiritual psychology is how to identify those patterns within a person and then how to assist them in letting go of that programming and buy into what we would refer to, uh, I don't like to refer to it as a new program, but I refer to it as the truth of who we are, which is that underneath it all, we are really essentially, inherently loving beings. So we forgive any our, we forgive ourselves for buying into those misconceptions in the first place. And the instant that we truly let go of it, we don't have to do anything more. All of a sudden, we discover that, oh my God, the thing that replaced them is love. What a thing. And Tim, you know, you mentioned, uh, I'm upset because, and one of the things that we really work with people on at the university is considering the possibility that all the experiences that they've had, though some of them may have been extremely challenging and painful, ultimately are experiences that they can use in service to their awakening, in service to their healing, in service to the revelation of the majesty of the soul that they are, and that by doing their inner work, by working their process, working with these painful, unhealed emotions and with the misunderstandings that tend to perpetuate those painful emotions, they can truly come to issue resolution where things truly are healed for the last time and they really can let them go and no longer being being, uh, held hostage by them and no longer feeling victimized by them. And from your own experience, you know uh, from what you've experienced and what you've seen in the classroom that it's very clear to us that rather than uh, painful emotions being wrong or bad, they really turn out to be nothing more than signposts that tell you exactly where the work is that you have to do to let go of what's beneath it, which exactly. is what we call issue resolution. Yeah. And, oh, my God, the instant that somebody lets go of one of those, uh, you know, you've seen it, they just pop up into a extraordinary <laughs> level of awareness. I've seen it. I've felt it. I recommend it. <laughs> so, Ron and Mary, I would love it if you could just tell people where they can go to find out more about the University of Santa Monica, more about you. How can they find out about maybe some workshops that you have going on? How can they connect and glean more of this wisdom? Well, the, one of the easiest things they can do is go to the University of Santa Monica website. Um, just Google University of Santa Monica, and it'll come up. There's a, a free program called Course One that they can, that they can uh, see some of the basic concepts that we, that we work with. Um, that, that's through the University of Santa Monica online. It's uh, an online offering, and it's 
what, Ron, about an hour or so? Maybe it's a little longer than that. Something like but that. But it's a wonderful introduction to spiritual psychology and some of the basic principles that are, that are part of this work. And as Ron said, the university website, University of Santa Monica, .edu is a wonderful place to uh, get more information. And they can also, of course, get our book, Loyalty to Your Soul, which is uh, readily available. And that has uh, pretty much most, most of the basic principles and practices that we work with in the classroom. And then for those who are ready to really take the plunge, there's the master's degree program that goes on one weekend a month over a two-year period. That's the one that you're in. Yes, yeah. So if people are ready to get rewired, if they're at a crossroads in their life, if they want up level, oh my gosh, I cannot recommend that program enough. You guys have completely transformed my life. Well, I helped, I participated, but thank you so much for creating that form, University of Santa Monica. And thank you so much for being here today with us on Empower Radio. I love you guys with my whole heart and I'm so grateful for your presence in my life. Our pleasure. Thank you so much, Tammy. Yeah. It is yeah. a pleasure. Thank you. And thank you to my listeners. It's always an honor to connect with you. If you want to be in touch, please do so. This is all about conversation and connection. Tammy B. PhD.com. Would love to hear from you. God bless you. Love from our hearts to yours. Onward and upward. Bye for now.